years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Oh, here we are. Once again, huh? Hi. I'm looking at train rides, man. Train yeah, rides? Yeah, I can't stop. I really want to take a train ride. A train ride? Yeah. I'm like on Amtrak's website right now. I've, I've, I took a train ride. Me and my family took a train to Chicago. Probably when I was like 10 or 12 years old. Okay. And I just remember it being incredible. It was awesome. Like you're driving through on the train. It was probably awesome because you were 12 years old. I don't know, man. I still want to go on a train ride right now. But it was so cool because you go through these small towns and every all the cars are stopped for you because you're in the train. And you get to see all the cars all stopped and you get to go through these tiny towns and it's interesting. You never been on a train before, like a train ride? I think I have when I was a kid, yeah. You just yeah. didn't care too much for it? It didn't leave an impact on you? No, I don't remember uh, much of it, no. See, huh? I want to go on like an overnight train ride with like a full bedroom and everything. Oh, I want to have a train sleepover. Yeah, I want to do a train sleepover is what I want to do. Now, is this something you want to do or something like your daughter wants to do? Uh, she hasn't mentioned it. Oh. I'll bring it up to her, though. See where, if she wants to go with me. I'm not riding on a train alone. You want to come with me? No. Me and, uh-huh. me and you should go. Me and you should go. Well, where are Let's you Let's leave our families and just go on a train ride. Me and you. Where, where are we going? <laughs> Would me and you fit in a room? Okay, that's another question we have to ask here. With our body dimensions, could we sleep on a train? I don't know. It's got to be bunk beds, right? Uh, yeah, it looks like most of the uh, the bedrooms on a train... Let's see. There's a super liner bedroom suite. Oh, this one's out of control. There's four beds. Oh, this one's insane. There's two toilets, two showers. That one's like for a full family. We can wash in there? Yeah, there's yeah, there's showers in some of these things. Uh, I didn't know it got this crazy. <laughs> toilets and showers you can go with? Wow. That doesn't sound so bad. Okay, how do you read room dimensions? Is it height that comes first or the width? Because well, what's it say for this super liner bedroom with toilets and showers and everything? It says six foot six by uh, seven foot six. Would that be the height that comes first? Because if it's the height that's first, I don't fit. I'm like six foot nine. I won't fit. It'll be very uncomfortable. My head will be hitting the ceiling. What comes first? Height or width in that? I would imagine height. You think so? You yeah, think it's height yeah. first? Well, I'm not going to fit that. It's six foot six. That's not going to be comfortable. Oh, uh, you're ruining my friend's dreams. See if I could find a bigger one. Oh, no, that can't be right. Because I just looked at the Superliner family bedroom that has four beds, and that's five foot two. There's no way it's five foot All right, two. Maybe that's not. Maybe not. All right, if we do it the other way. Okay, well, then it's seven foot six, so I could fit in one then. 
Why don't me and you just take an adventure, man? Me and you. Where are we going? I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. The destination doesn't matter at where, all. Where I don't even want to go anywhere. I just want to take a train to someplace and then turn right back around and come back. Yeah, but where's the choo-choo go overnight? I don't I don't know. Uh, well, you got to go pretty far, I think, for an overnight thing. Uh, hell, I, I would just go to D.C. Just take me to D.C., but I'll nap the whole way. I'm just looking for a train, a train nap. That's all I want to do, man. That's all I need. Uh, me and you never claim to be smart, right, Bob? No. Uh, we were just discussing how I want to go on a train, and I'm looking at, like, how big are rooms that you sleep in on an overnight train ride, and I'm trying to figure out how tall they are. So I'm looking at, like, the dimensions of these rooms, you know, it's like five feet by six feet or something like that. I'm trying to figure out how tall they are, and everybody's tweeting us. Uh, it's, it's length times width is, is what the dimensions are. And I'm trying oh. to, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Listen, me and Bob never claim to be the smartest because I'm looking at these dimensions thinking like, okay, how, how tall is it? <laughs> That's something I have to worry about, though, so I need to know how tall the train car is going to be. All right, so it's length times width. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at train rooms, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, I have no idea why we're talking about trains so much on the show. I did not plan to start the show with train talk, yet here we are. And I think I found out the perfect scenario for us, Bob. Okay. I think I found the biggest room that has two beds, right? Two adult beds in it. and Like full-size beds? It's got a toilet. It's got a toilet, too. Uh, like, the biggest room is called the accessible bedroom, okay? Like, I feel like that's what we need. Unless we want to get crazy and get a full, like, adult, like, party room that has, like, four beds, two toilets, two showers. But that's probably going to be costly for two people. Uh, well, we were just playing that last song. Mike's staring at his computer. He goes, they got one that's like a party room. All excited. That was the one I was talking about. The one, like, four beds and two toilets <laughs> and two showers. That's a party room right there. What are we going to do in there? Well, I, I mean, me and you don't need that size room. But if we wanted to, I mean, we don't need our own personal toilets and personal showers. <laughs> Man, can you imagine blowing up a toilet on a train? No. No. Can you imagine being stuck in close quarters on a train? Oh, we would get kicked off within the first, like, two hours we of an overnight trip. We would get kicked off a train? How would we get kicked off a train? Farts. No place for farts. <laughs> farts smell to yeah. escape. Okay, you can't get kicked off a train for farts. That's what you think. Something would happen. We okay. would not survive that, that that train ride. Listen, though, I'm gonna need you in a wheelchair. What? It's the only way we get the big room, baby. The accessible bedroom is for wheelchairs. Oh, look, it's got a big like toilet area. Look at that toilet area there, man. That's the biggest toilet area I found. Wait, do, do I have to use the toilet in front of you? It's got a little like no, jail cell. No, it's got a curtain. <laughs> It's got a little curtain. It's like a jail bathroom you're trying to lure got, me into. It's got, it looks like a little curtain that separates it. <laughs> like, I think in the other ones it has real doors, but this one, like, look, that's not a door, right? No, that's, that's not like a door a, at that's all. That's like a little curtain right there. It's not a door at all. <laughs> oh, man. You don't want to do that, do you? You don't want to You don't want to do the wheelchair room with me, oh, do you? Horrible idea. Why, man? It's so much room, though. <laughs> Six foot nine by nine foot five. There's so much room for train activities. <laughs> the only I'm going to need you in a wheelchair. Oh, and we have to go to the bathroom in front of each other. 
Let me tell you, let's start taking our vacation days right now because me and Bob are about to go on a train adventure. Chris tweets is here. You guys got to check out Durban Greenbrier Railroad in West Virginia. They have a Polar Express ride and will even take you out in a caboose and drop you off in the woods for days for a camping trip. That sounds like pure hell. That sounds like a punishment. Out in the West Virginia woods? First of all, I don't need bells and whistles on my train ride. I just want to take a train ride where I sleep on a train and I can look out the windows as we pass through small towns and, you know, see the the land and all that. That's what I want to be on a train for. And I want a toilet and I want a shower. I probably want Bob with me. I need Bob with me. And I just want to be able to sleep on a train. That's it. I don't need to, I don't, the destination is not what it's about. And I definitely do not need to be dropped off in the damn West Virginia woods anywhere. <laughs> My said, God. Hey, you, you said the like, destination isn't a big deal. Well, okay then, but I'm not going there for a camping trip. <laughs> Let me tell you, camping, oh. Like real camp, camping? Camping to me is an absolute punishment. Like if I ever get in trouble with the law, they should just tell me like, yeah, well, you know, you committed this awful crime, and we could sentence you to five to ten years in jail, but instead, we're going to send you on a three-day camping trip. Alone. Oh, alone. Camping is just, oh, it just sounds so bad. You get to ride in the caboose, though. Eh. Huh? I don't know if I'd fit in the caboose. Caboose would have to be Bob-sized caboose. <laughs> Am I in wheelchair or regular, big, Bob? Big, thick, big, <laughs> thick caboose. <laughs> yes. You'd have to be wheelchair, Bob, if we're taking the West Virginia Woodsy train. <laughs> My friend's large. Just let me wheel him in. We need the size. We need the extra room. Uh, sir, there's people in real wheelchairs who actually need them. Do you see the size of us, damn it? Give me the wheelchair room. I need the space. Yeah. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, foggy out there this morning, Bob. You want to uh, give a fog warning? Go ahead there. Fog! Yeah, foggy in some areas. Still a lot of uh, areas, especially in the South Hills, dealing with some flooding uh, overnight. High today, 78 degrees with more scattered showers and thunderstorms coming today. Uh, Michigan State University will pay at least $500 million in settlements to the victims of former uh, Michigan State physician Larry Nasser, who uh, is like basically in jail for the rest of his life for uh, assaulting all those gymnasts. The university will pay $425 million now uh, to 332 different victims, and $75 million will be held in a trust fund for uh, future possible victims. So I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even do the math on that, but that's probably close to like a million, right? Each. Uh, yeah, I would think it's crazy. so. Crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy how a school just has that money on deck, just ready to go. Be like, all right, the creepy guy who who touched everybody. Here's here's, here's half a billion dollars to throw at that problem. Here's money to yeah. make this story go away. Uh, Ti was arrested early Wednesday morning while returning to uh, a gated community where he lives uh, in Eagles Landing. This is uh, down in Georgia. He got arrested in his own. Community. Trying to get into his own gated community. Yeah. T.I. was arrested. Uh, police say that he didn't have his key and the guard wouldn't let him in. T.I. said, do you know who I am? At some point during the argument, T.I. called a friend 
and the two of them argued with the guard, the police said, and they were called to the scene, and T.I. and his friend were arrested. T.I. was charged with disorderly conduct and public drunkenness when he couldn't get into his own gated community. Because T.I.'s side of the story says his whole argument started when he went to get into his gated community and the guard was asleep. So then he said he called the guard out for sleeping. That's when they started arguing. T.I. said he gave the guard every opportunity to apologize for sleeping, but the guy refused. T.I. wanted his name, but he refused. That's when, I guess, cops were called. And, you know, I mean, it's four in the morning. They're out there arguing. Uh, But T.I. was charged with disorderly conduct and public drunkenness. I actually believe both sides of the story here. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I believe T.I. that the guard was sleeping. But then I believe T.I., four in the morning, drunk, Mm -hmm. probably just escalated the situation instead of just being like, oh, damn, the guard was sleeping. Oh, well, well, better better luck next time. I'm just going to go to my house now. He probably was cussing the guy out for sleeping, and that guy probably freaked out and was like, all right, man, I don't need to deal with this. I'm calling the cops, and that's probably what happened. T.I. now plans on pursuing legal action against, uh, against his homeowners association for the incident with the guard. Uh, now, sticking down in Atlanta, Bob, we like to do celebrity birthdays on the show. Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta, 42 years old today. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Pirates, watch out now. 3-2, to two, they beat the uh, White Sox yesterday afternoon. Won seven out of the last eight. First place in the NL Central. It's like a quarter of the way through the season now, 25-17. and 17. All right. Uh, Jameson Tyone, by the way, did not throw a no-hitter yesterday like we had predicted. It's a damn shame. He's got a cut on his uh, finger on his pitching hand that he jokingly said he would let teammates urinate on. To heal quicker, five innings pitch, two earned runs, five strikeouts. It didn't, not a horrible outing. Hey, not bad though. Not bad. But I, I don't think he let teammates pee on him. Can't confirm at least. I figured, I figured he would have had a betting, a better outing if he would have had people urinate on his finger. So maybe he can do that before his next start. Uh, you're not paying attention to hockey, still, right? No. Uh-uh. Uh, Vegas beat Winnipeg four to two last night. They're up two to one in the series. But did you see Mark Andre Fleury? Nope. There's like a scrum. <laughs> there's like a scrum going on. It's okay. I can fill you in because I didn't watch the game either. I just saw the highlights. There's like a scrum going on behind the net, right? One of the guys from Winnipeg has his helmet off. Mm-hmm. Flurry is like turning around, looking at all of them. Right? They're all behind his net. A big scrum. Everybody's you know grabbing each other and stuff and. One guy's got his helmet off. Flurry just takes his his hand and just starts tickling the guy's ear. <laughs> just start tickling him. And that was it. Like, I don't think the guy, t- he didn't, like, turn around and punch Flurry. I think he was stunned. Then you know, back, that, that, then... guy, that guy from Boston, Brad Marchand, was licking people during the playoffs, and Flurry's tickling people now. Then Flurry just won again. Yeah. All right. So they're, uh, they're two wins away. Vegas is for making the Stanley Cup final. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, I know nobody cares about basketball in Pittsburgh, but the uh, Rockets actually beat the Warriors last night. So that series is tied one game apiece. This has been uh, Sports Corner with Hot Mike Rockets. and Bob. Uh, right now, time for today in Freak Show History brought to us by... <laughs> Why did you feel the need to just throw in hot rockets in there? 
Like, I'm fully moved on. I have wrapped it up and called it Sports Corner. I just amused but myself. But you need to go, Hot Rockets. I just, I'm just amusing myself at that point. You would have really amused me if you would have just went, Red Rocket. <laughs> Time for Today in Freak Show History. Brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, Grill. Welcome, welcome to Moe's. Moe's. Ah, Red Rockets, here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Alright, I like this one. This is from a few years back on the TV show Cops. There was a guy who was in a suspicious area. Oh, my. That was known for, like, drugs and prostitution, so the cops roll up on him. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Good. Everything okay? Yeah. What are you doing here, sir? Nothing much. I'm just waiting for my friend. What's your friend's name? My friend name is Raj. Okay. What's in the baggie that was on your lap? Yeah, he had a baggie right on his lap. I just, I sat over here, and then I fell asleep. And you woke up with that on your lap? Yes. Oh, man. Now uh, you're sleeping? Wow. Somebody tossed a bag of meth <laughs> right on my lap. Your pulse is through the roof. No, no. I'm just a little no, nervous. No, no, Just no. nervous? Not math, just nervous. No, no. What is this? I have no clue. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. What is this? <laughs> they pull out the pipe that he was smoking it with. Uh, what is this? I have no clue. Oh, my God. Small glass pipe. Pretty sure it's methamphetamine. Uh -oh. Have you used drugs before? Oh, my gosh. I have no oh, clue. Only weed? Okay. Only weed? <laughs> Only Are weed. you guys going to release me or? Are you going to release me or? Oh, we just found meth in a crack pipe on you. You're going to go to court with the items that you were found in possession of. Uh -huh. Your story's still a little scattered. I know you're high. You're higher than you think. No. I had a monster drink. I don't know if that does it. <laughs> you just smoked meth, and you're trying to tell this guy, I had monster drink? A monster energy drink? <laughs> Makes really? me crazy. Who's your favorite? Tilt your head back. <laughs> your tongue's pasty white. I just had kebab. <laughs> Did he say he had a kebab? <laughs> I had a kebab. His tongue's pasty white. I just had kebab. I just had kebab. And I was telling him that I just got done eating. Have you used your phone today? They open his flip phone. This is about to be the nail in the coffin here. Yeah, I was using to uh, call Raj. Oh, you using it to call Raj. Who's Susan? Susan, uh... uh oh you have snow and weed, baby, and we can party a little. Oh, no. These are text messages those, to Susan? Those text messages to Susan aren't helping you. Snow and weed, baby, and party a little? I'm sorry, that wasn't mine. Oh, snow and weed, baby, and party a little? I'm sorry, that's not mine. Who is this message by? No baby 100 for an hour, so it sounds like haggling <laughs> on her price. Totally being honest. I don't have anything to lie. I don't have anything to lie. Kebab and monster energy drink. That's all. Michael Keaton. Super Pittsburgher, right? Has uh, played so many memorable roles over the years, most notably Batman, I think. He was giving the commencement speech at uh, Kent State, right? Yeah. Kind of random. Uh, and Michael Keaton drops this at the end of the speech. I've got one more thing to say, and it'll only take me a second. I've got two words that I want you all to remember. They're very important. And if I leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with these two words. Yep. And those two words are, I'm Batman. I mean, <laughs> shut it down right there. Rush, the rush to the stage and carry that man to his car. <laughs> the walk-off. I'm Batman. What a setup there. Just He builds it up just like, all right, before I get out of here, I'm going to leave you with these two words. Just like, I'm Batman. Perfect. Why don't we ever get to uh, give any speeches? Uh, we're not Batman. <laughs> well, I know.
I, I, I believe throughout our lives, uh, we have done something to shame the places that we have <laughs> have either gone to school at. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, our yeah, high yeah. school has never asked us back for no, anything. No, uh-uh. they've never said like, oh, hey, you guys want to come talk to the kids? <laughs> they've never asked us back at all. The, the we, we didn't set any rushing records in football <laughs> or anything, though, so that's probably why. I think that's what it is. I think we grew up in such a town that was so super football and just sports obsessed that it's like they have no place for people like us who may have made it in another field that's not sports. But then we went to, like, radio broadcasting school. And you would figure they would uh, embrace us, right? You, you would figure that we would have been invited back to the eighth mo- eight month radio broadcast school that we went to. You know, since we've had radio success and come back and talk to the kids who are looking to be the next Mike and Bob. No, that doesn't happen either. No, uh-uh. <laughs> <doesn't happen> either. <laughs> no. we've never been invited back to any place. Uh, oh well, yeah. All right. What are you gonna do? Uh, Peter's Pub is shut down. You see that? I did see that. Sad news yesterday. They posted on their Facebook page, Peter's Pub, of course, just a legendary place there in Oakland. Uh, They put on Facebook, it is with heavy hearts and tears in our eyes that we announce our retirement. Together we have made a beautiful thing. Friendships were made. Memories were created in this most important way. We have accomplished what we set out to do 44 years ago. Hey, Peter's Pub has been around for 44 years. Uh, That's hell of a run. That's incredible. Peter's Pub is older than I am. Yeah, yeah. Deepest thanks to every single person that has walked through our doors since 1974. Without you, our dreams could never be accomplished. As an appreciation, we welcome you to join us all for a final farewell Friday, May 25th, an all-day event featuring half-price food and drinks. Oh, that's going to be... That's going to be a mess. Uh, And they wrap it up by saying, it's been our pleasure serving you in the community of Oakland. We look forward to seeing everyone for one last hurrah. So some sad news. Everybody's probably got a story or a night that they've uh, had at Peter's Pub if you've lived in the area long enough, or especially if you went to Pitt. If you went to Pitt, I mean, you have plenty of Peter's Pub's nights that uh, started good and maybe went bad. Everybody's got a Peter's Pub story. So Peter's Pub closing their doors after 44 freaking years. Still. So a salute to everybody over at Peter's Pub. Sad that they're shutting down, but what a lot of memories they have uh, they have left for some people. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. 78 degrees for the high today. More scattered showers and thunderstorms in the area, though. South Hills area dealing with a lot of flooding um, after last night's storm. So uh, get some more rain today. Yeah. Your chance at Sean Mendez tickets. He's coming to PPG Paints Arena next August 2019. But we'll have Mendez tickets coming up in about 10, 15 minutes here. A lot of people sent us this next story out of Canada where a lady just... Uh, She just kind of lost it at a uh, Tim Hortons. In this security video from a Langley City Tim Hortons on Monday, a woman can be seen arguing with staff. Suddenly, she unties the sweater around her waist and pulls her pants partway Uh down. You know it's it's not good where you're at a Tim Hortons, delicious coffee, delicious donuts, and the pants are coming off. We are not showing what happens next as the woman defecates (laughs) on the floor. (laughs) There's video. There's video of it. She then throws the feces at staff. She went full mom. Monkey at the zoo. Yeah, it wasn't just enough to just go on the floor. That should be enough right there, right? 
Like if you're arguing with the staff, your pulling point, your pants down and making bathroom on the floor. You proved your point. That should be your mic drop right there. You should leave the Tim Hortons. Brown mic drop. But then you say, no, you know what? That's not, that's not enough. So then you go and pick it up and start throwing it across the store. She also throws soiled napkins in their direction. Wait, hold on. Soiled napkins? Did she wipe? She did. Wait, she wiped she too? Did. She did. Why do you even bother wiping if you just pooped on the floor of a, an establishment? Why do you feel like, well, listen, I need to clean myself up now. Gotta have some respect for myself. I mean, no, I think the respect is already gone. Once you drop the brown mic, I don't think there's any respect left. So hold on. And they're, they're she, definitely not supposed to pick the brown mic back up. She does that. And right? pass the mic. She, she does that. Yeah, yeah. Then she wipes. Yep. And then she starts throwing the napkins. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like make it rain at the strip club, but it's just with brown bills. Bad brown bills. None of those strippers even want that. Well, I'm kind of disgusted with it. It is what it is. There's a select few around here that are just like that. I mean, wait, hold on. Canadian people are way too nice. I mean, what is that? That's people on the street talking about what that lady did inside. It is. But yeah, but why was the last guy just like, you know, we have a few people like that around here? Wait, you have multiple people who are crazy enough to just poop in a Tim Hortons? The hell kind of people are in that town? Tim Hortons says some of its restaurants, including this one, have a policy where only customers are allowed to use the restrooms. Yeah, that's not that's not like a new thing. There's businesses where you got to buy something if you want to use the bathroom. In right? this case, staff were trying to enforce that policy. Yeah, I don't know. I probably regret that now. In a statement, the restaurant chain says yeah. our current understanding is that the team member used their discretion in this case and denied access to this guest mm. based on past behavior and out of concern for the immediate safety of team members and guests in the restaurant. Hold on. So I feel like the Tim Hortons employees knew about this woman because it says past behavior. They thought she was going to be a bigger problem in the bathroom? She had to have pooped on the floor before because there's no way that you can see that coming, (laughs) right? There's no way that you can see. All right, if we just deny this lady access to the bathroom, like what did this woman do? She probably pooped in the sink before. She had to have... Something. There's like, definitely something. You think she dropped the Canadian upper decker? <laughs> you think she took the lid off the back of the toilet and just like, screw it. I'm going like this now. Show these Tim Hortons who's boss. Like she had to have done something in the bathroom before at that Tim Hortons in Canada to make the employees know past experiences tell me we should not let this lady use the bathroom. Like Can't they, let her back in. They knew that lady <laughs> was going to do something. As banned. for this video, you can see a staff member on the phone with Man. police while the woman does her business. Yeah, respect to the staff at Tim Hortons because they were calm and they were just like, you know, they were just dealing with it the best they how, could. How don't they have that police call? It's oh, like she's really, she's going. Unbelievable. Going. The RCMP caught up with her in the parking lot yeah. and say she was released and given a date to show up in court. It's now up to the Crown to decide if she will be charged with assault. Yeah, assault is the charge they might go after after she pulls her pants down, poops on the floor to Tim Hortons, wipes, <laughs> a poo assault? throws the poo, wipes, and then throws the napkins. Uh, do we care about the royal wedding? Because the Today Show's like uh, been doing live check-ins uh, as uh, rehearsals for the royal yeah, wedding. Hold is there. I know, it's crazy. 
I don't think people in America care that much to where we need like a week long, you know, live coverage buildup. When is it? it? This weekend? Is that? Is yeah, it's, I don't know. What, I think it's Saturday morning. I think. I, it's I think on, all the maybe like the regular stations though. Yeah, they're going to take it live. They're all there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. You know. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it's something to watch, but I don't know. sit through hours and hours of it. I don't know. American Airlines has announced a new support animal policy, and good for American Airlines because this was getting out of control. You know, we've covered stories on the show in the past, I don't know, year or two about people like, didn't somebody want to bring a peacock on an airplane? And they were just like, no. And then there was an argument that is like, it's my emotional support peacock. It's like, okay, of course it is down. So starting July 1st, American Airlines is putting in a new policy Uh, They said we support the rights of customers from veterans to people with disabilities with legitimate needs for a trained service or support animal. Unfortunately, untrained animals can lead to safety issues for our team, our customers, and working dogs uh, on board our aircraft. So basically, they have a long list now of animals that they're basically saying, no, not happening. I mean, there are horror stories, too, of people just bringing dogs on them, biting people, or just deucing all over the plane. (laughs) Uh, They said for people traveling with service animals on flights longer than eight hours, documentation is required, stating that the animal won't need to relieve itself or can do so in a way that doesn't create a health or sanitation issue. How are you going to know? Like, yeah, my pet's going to be good for eight hours. Don't worry. (laughs) My dog's toilet trained. It went. (laughs) We got it. (laughs) Yeah. So some of the animals they've banned, which this list is crazy because you know that if they had to put this animal on a list, it's yeah, right. It's probably been brought on a plane before. Uh, any like frogs or amphibians, service frogs, ferrets, all right, goats. <laughs> like who tried to bring someone like a goat? Hundred percent on a plane. Who tried to do that? Uh, by the way, now that I've mentioned goats, uh, maybe this is why they're banned from planes. Maybe if it's a goat in heat. <laughs> goat mating. <laughs> it sounds human-like, but that is goat mating. Planes all quiet. You hear that coming from across the okay, aisle? <laughs> <laughs> it's got the window seat. The reason American Airlines doesn't let goats on planes is because one <laughs> one time there was a pilot who knew what noise a goat made uh, and knew that it was goat mating season. So he put the overhead speaker on. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. I have a very, I have a very horny goat flying with me. Uh, today, uh, we'll be, uh, ascending and hitting about 30,000 feet. Uh, we'll have all of our, uh, stewardesses going over the safety info, but just again, welcome Mr. Goat, who's flying with us today. Very horny. I think it was that incident that led the goat ban. Hedgehogs! (laughs) <laughs> insects, reptiles, rodents. These are all things that are not allowed uh, anymore. Snakes, spiders, non-household birds, sugar gliders, animals with tusks, horns, or hooves. Wow. Hold on, though. Who there, did it? Hold on, though. There's an exception. 
Mini ponies are okay. <laughs> what? Mini ponies get the pass? It says it ex- animals with tusks, horns, or hooves are, are banned except miniature horses that are properly trained as service animals. Wow. So all those other animals, nope, can't do it. But uh, mini pony, which we actually have a mini pony mating noise. <laughs> did, did we actually find this one? We did. You gotta let the mini pony on, right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We have a little special friend a up special here. Special co-pilot today. Uh, okay, his name is Sebastian. He's going to be flying with us today. <laughs> <laughs> Strap yourselves in and let's take off. <laughs> Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Tony Teets. Uh, Tony Teets? Tony Teets. <laughs> I was going to say Tony Tweets. <laughs> at FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. We were just talking about uh, American Airlines has a list of like service animals and emotional support animals they w- that they will not allow on planes anymore. Uh, goats are off the list now. No goats on a plane. Matt tweets here, uh, the horny goat on a plane was so funny I had to take a moment to myself before going in to deliver to one of my clients. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Goat will do that for you. Mm-hmm. Educational show we have here. Letting everybody know what uh, horny goat noises sound like. <laughs> What did you find here? You find new animals here? Uh, I got a couple, yeah. Okay. Us playing animal mating noises. Right? Yeah. On the show. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's become it's become like collecting Pokemon. Yes? Uh, yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. like we're trying to collect every good animal mating noise from the entire animal kingdom <laughs> and got to catch them all, right? I feel like we're playing a game of animal mating Pokemon here. Like at points, I feel weird watching the animal mating videos. <laughs> but we, then I think it's, just, it's for the show. This is all show material? Yeah. Right, so you found kangaroos? Yes. Okay. This is a uh, educational portion of the show. This is uh, Animal Corner with Mike and Bob. This is uh, kangaroo mating. Wow. What a beast. <laughs> All right, that's kind of a weird one, right? I'm not sure what I expected a kangaroo to sound like, but it really wasn't that. No, uh uh-uh. What is an impala? It's like a safari, like deer. Okay. I know it's a car, like too. It's a Chevy, right? But, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I know an Impala as, but it's like uh, it's like a real animal, huh? Yeah. Do I need to uh, Wikipedia Impalas here? Do I feel like I need the... You can take a peek at a them. real definition of uh, what is an Impala. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. It's like a deer-looking antelope kind of thing. It's a medium-sized antelope found in eastern and southern Africa. Dude, they run 50 miles per hour? Are you serious? 50 miles an hour? That's probably where the car got its name then, right? Wow. Like, somebody at Chevy was probably like, all right, we're going to make this car. Find me the name of a fast animal. And somebody dug up Impalas. Medium-sized antelope. 
You're never going to outrun a horny Impala. <laughs> no, listen. If this, if you're ever in uh, Eastern or Southern Africa and it's Impala mating season and you're in the safari <laughs> and an Impala sees that you're a, a perfect mating partner, game over. Submit to the Impala. And you'll hear noises like this. Are you ready for impala mating? We should have a meeting about this. Why? Like somebody should reel us in and be like, guys. Enough watching animal mating during the show. Because anything we were supposed to be doing or talking about, it just, we get sidetracked. Okay. But we just got radio ratings. <laughs> and we are far ahead of anybody else. Okay. <laughs> so you're telling me animal mating noises on the radio equals number one ratings? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Leah tweets here a quote from our last segment. You will not be able to outrun a horny Impala. Just submit. Probably the only laugh I have today because I have audits. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that's that's what we try to do here. We try not to take ourselves too serious. We try not to get too serious on the show because we know most of you are uh, maybe going to work or going to school, you're probably going to a place where you're not going to have a lot of laughter and fun. For the most part, maybe some of you are lucky. But a lot of you, you're stuck in traffic and, you know, maybe you do need to hear the noises of uh, wild Impala's mating. <laughs> hey. Here comes the other one. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> My man. Listen, if your stomach ever makes the noise of a mating impala, you better get you better get to a damn toilet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh oh gosh. Oh jeez. <laughs> I knew we were both going for <laughs> office lady voice. Oh, oh gosh. Did Just you sit at my desk? Oh gosh. Did you have those enchiladas too? <laughs> okay, yeah, I did too. I don't know, but yeah, my stomach's growling. Oh my goodness. It won't stop, okay? You hear that from the cubicle next to you? And then just a shuffle to the bathroom? Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. What what phrase comes after that noise, okay? If you're in your cubicle working <laughs> and you, you hear that noise, what phrase follows that up from an office lady? Ah, oh, jeez. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, you're going with? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Not again, you're going? Da Night. Damn lean cuisine. <laughs> it's going right through me. <laughs> okay. So, you mean to tell me that the city of Pittsburgh, that if somebody from out of town <laughs> came to the city and said, 
What was the number one rated morning show in your city doing today on the show? Um, around like 810, you know? Yeah. It's a pretty popular time. A lot of people are already in their morning commute. Fucking traffic. This baby. right here should be maybe our A material block. <laughs> right? When we know we have a lot of people listening to the show. What does the <laughs> show in Pittsburgh do? Oh, they were playing the mating noise of an impala and comparing it to the rumbly upset stomach of an office lady. <laughs> Get me to a toilet. <laughs> Haley just tweets us here. Trying to quietly laugh uh, while listening to Mikey and Bob in the office is hard. Thankfully, there's nobody uh, sitting around me right now. You don't want to be the crazy person laughing in your office. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Christy just tweets here. First week in my new position, I'm screaming laughing at the show. People are looking at me. <laughs> oh, no. Just start a new job in a new position. And you're listening to our stupid ass show and you're just giggling to yourself. Are you okay? What's wrong over there? Oh, Mikey and Bob are playing Impala mating noises on the show. <laughs> yeah. So to bring everybody up to speed here, uh, it, you know, we got sidetracked by animal mating noises. Once again on the show, I said it's like us collecting Pokemon. Just when we think we have all the funny animal mating noises. Bob goes to Africa and finds an impala, which is, uh, I believe you refer to it as a safari deer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this has been the show for a while now. There's this. That noise right there is... uh, I mean, that gurgle, growl. Yeah, that noise right there. That is... That is... That sounds like bubble guts coming. Becca tweets here, it doesn't help that I'm a huge fan of the TV show Supernatural, and on that show they drive an Impala. And here you guys go playing Impala mating noises. (laughs) Is that how an Impala sounds like when it starts up? (laughs) Cody tweets here, I've never noticed the logo on the Chevy Impala is like a deer. Basically an Impala. Yeah. That's what it is there. (laughs) What if that's how a Chevy uh, Impala started when it... uh, like sounding when it started up. Like you put the key in the ignition, turn it, and just pure intimidation. Uh, Christy tweets. Now, this was a story we were talking about on the show yesterday. Remember, there was a lady in Michigan who baked brownies for her office but put laxatives oh, in them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy yeah. says if the office lady who was almost poisoned with laxative brownies at her going away party had actually eaten the brownies, her stomach probably would have sounded like a mating impala. <laughs> oh, God, I had the bad brownies. <laughs> What did you put in these brownies, Deb? Oh, gosh. Get me near a toilet. I'm not, not going to make it. Going right through me. What's in the brownies? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Jamie just tweeted us here with a uh, with a saying for after the Impala noise here. Oh, my mouse is ap- acting up. Oh, that's my mouse. My mouse is acting up. Uh, she tweets us, Deb, your mouse doesn't fart. That's my mouse. Oh, it's my chair. There it goes again. My chair. I got I got a, a chair. It's a weird chair. It's the noise it makes when I roll a certain way on the floor. That's my chair. Anybody have any oil? We got to oil this chair up. Deb, your chair doesn't fart. All right, here we go. This may turn into something here. Hmm. Okay.
Uh, Scott tweets us, you should test your theory about uh, animal mating noises and have uh, Big 104.7 randomly play animal noises between songs, not say a word, and see if their ratings skyrocket. I mean, we got ratings yesterday, and uh, we've been doing animal mating noises for quite a while on the show, and you guys are not turning us off when we are playing animal mating noises. It's it's quite clear. Yes. So hold on. Maybe we need to uh, do something where we go on our buddy's show, J.D. Green, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we go on J.D. Green's show and just do Mike and Bob's Animal Corner and bring to him every show. <laughs> like once a, a week. A new animal? Once a week, we'll do a different segment where... <laughs> We visit him with a new animal? <laughs> yes, because we already know like 10 to 15 good animal mating noises. Do you think that would be a good thing for Big 1047? I Let's talk to J.D. Green. Let's get this done. I say like throughout the summer, <laughs> once a week, me and Bob will let everybody know that listens to our show, hey, turn on Big 1047. Uh, we're about to do Mike and Bob's Animal Corner with J.D. Green. <laughs> Today's animal. Okay. You ever heard of an Impala? JD, JD an Impala. And he'd probably tell us something like, well, Chevy Impala, right? It's like, Chevy no. Impala is well, like, yes, oh, but yes. no. Impalas are safari antelopes. <laughs> and this is what they sound like when they mate. Having the number one morning show isn't enough. Now now we need to go spread the wealth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. All right. So look for us maybe this summer on Big 1047 (laughs) as we bring mating noises to the country audience. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Kids are almost out of school. Like, that's coming soon. Like, next few weeks, kids will be getting out of school. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, there's this uh, fun website that iHeartRadio threw together, graduationplaylist.com. It's very simple. You just go in, type in the year you graduated, and it builds a whole iHeartRadio playlist on the app of what songs were popular, <laughs> like the year you graduated <laughs> high school. So like, if you graduated high school like 10 years ago, like 2018, yeah, builds a whole playlist around uh, around that year. Low, Flowrida. Love Story, Taylor Swift, Single Ladies, Beyonce, Lollipop, Lil Wayne, Forever, Chris Brown. That's 2008? Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Don't Stop the Music, Rihanna, Apologize, One Republic, and Timberland, Soldier Boy, Crank That. I mean... <laughs> crank That. Those songs are like... Those songs came out like 10 years ago. Isn't that crazy? So you can uh, find your playlist. Graduationplaylist.com is the uh, website. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Um, by the way, speaking of school, down in Texas, there is a school uh, that gives birthday spankings, which seems insane in 2018, right? Uh, yeah. But the crazier yeah. thing is, is that some people down there are just perfectly okay with it, perfectly letting their kids get birthday spankings at school. Here's the uh, story. And a Texas elementary school is putting questionable tradition to rest. The principal giving birthday spankings. 
When a kid has a birthday at Alvord Elementary School. Okay, that's creepy, right? Uh, Elementary yeah. school, the principal gives out birthday spankings? Principal Bridget Williams calls them back to her office. You get called to the office if it's your birthday. For birthday spanking. For birthday spankings. Why? A playful hit for each year. Just playful. And a pinch to grow on. Uh, and a pinch. Calling it playful makes it sound extra yeah, creepy. Definitely. And a pinch. Putting playful next to anything makes it creepy, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're just eating donuts, it's fine. But if you're playfully eating donuts, you're definitely sticking your tongue in the hole. True. She sent this letter home last month when two parents complained. William says she's been doing the spankings for eight years. Eight years. Uh, principal's been doing birthday spankings. But if parents don't want their kids spanked, to put it in writing at the office. Okay, so, oh, oh. so you have to, like, submit basically a letter that say, hey, birthday spankings. You have to opt out of birthday spankings. Right, or you're going to get them. And the reaction from parents was overwhelming. It's a birthday. It's, you know, one, two, three, whatever, and one to grow on. Okay, so you would think when they say response from parents, is overwhelming it's not negative it's parents who are definitely four birthdays spankings <laughs> one two three one to grow on now if they had a board beating them that's a different story different oh, story oh. but if it's just the principal's hand touching that little playful hiney then ain't no problem with that if it was a board then okay we'd be throwing the flag but if it's just a hand giving playful smacks ain't nothing wrong i think it's a fun tradition my kids love it uh, they all what? Is it just a different world in Texas or something? Because, listen, I'm a parent. Bob, I know you're a parent, too. Yeah, yeah. Like if my kid was getting birthday spankings, I'd be like, all right. Playful birthday spankings? Listen, playful principal. Can we just stop that? Always look forward to it. The parent who alerted CBS 11 called it inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, probably. Said others agree, but we're afraid to speak out. <laughs> they're afraid to, afraid speak, to speak out. Because they're afraid to get birthday spankings from the principal. I have been in the office and witnessed it when it happens. It's literally like little love. Taps. The superintendent said the principal decided to stop the birthday spankings and that there are more important issues to focus on. All right, hold on. Calling them little love taps Even makes creepier. it creepier, right? Yeah. Playful little love taps. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, the principal I've isn't been like there beating, to watch. The, beating the children. Right, right. But calling them playful love taps, just something a little creepy about that down in Texas. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the morning freak show. You're shot to win $1,000 coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll give you another keyword to uh, text in. Bob, we got to do some celebrity birthdays, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sprinkle those in, too, so we can sound like uh, typical morning radio. And, you know, some famous people have birthdays every day, and we like to sprinkle them into the show. Just a little fun facts to have uh, morning radio is awful. Um, yep, yep. Okay, we have to clear something up here real quick. Hmm. Tracy tweets us, I'm, I'm having confusion. She was listening to the show earlier. She said, are the mating noises that you guys are playing about with the Impalas, is it the male and the female or both? I'm not going to be able to sleep until I have the answer today. It's giving me anxiety. Okay, we were playing impala mating noises earlier on the show. Impalas are like uh, I don't know, African antelope deer things, and uh, this is what they sound like. All right, now let me break it down here because I had to go in and just rewatch the video, play by play here, to make sure that Tracy can sleep. So. The uh, the noise is like this. 
That's the male right there, and this is the female. That's the, that's the, the female's the... That's the female. That's the male right there. That's the male. Male, male. Female. Female. Male. Male. Female. <laughs> Happy 62nd birthday, Bob Saget from Full House. Deadpool's out this weekend, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, you know what I finished watching? Huh. Uh, the Evil Genius thing on Netflix about the uh, the pizza bomber, the guy with the bomb around his neck and oh, Erie yeah, yeah, yeah. from like uh, however long ago it was, early 2000s. I finally finished it. It's not that bad. It's like four uh, four hours you probably commit to. I haven't attacked that one yet. The Netflix special. It wasn't as good as the uh, the other one. It was Wisconsin making a murder or whatever that one was called. It wasn't as good as that. Like, I felt more intrigued by that than this series. It's good, though. And, I mean, you know, it's eerie, so it's pretty local. It's a good watch on Netflix if you haven't watched the uh, the Evil Genius special. Uh, Deadpool's out this weekend. Did you see what they did at Walmart? Whoever's behind the Deadpool marketing is genius. They took in different Walmart locations. I don't know if it was all Walmarts or just some of them. But they took blu-ray covers and made them deadpool like they put deadpool in the covers of like office space my cousin Vinny, x-men terminator assassin's creed fight club so it's the dvds of these movies but they basically put deadpool into the covers so it looks like deadpool was in in the movies like office space uh, yeah it's pretty it's pretty genius marketing how much do they say it's going to do it's going to do a lot this weekend it's supposed right? to do like over 130 they're saying 130 to 150 wow so that's pretty damn good so deadpool's out this weekend uh happy 33rd birthday atlanta falcons quarterback matt ryan wow. all right <laughs> matt ryan has a birthday wow. hey, Mike and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Pirates won yesterday, beat the White Sox 3-2. They've won seven of their last eight, still uh, tied for first in the NL Central. They're at home tonight versus uh, San Diego. Uh, They rank 27th in uh, baseball out of 30 teams with attendance. 27 out of 30. Yeah, not so good. Uh, They average just over 16,000 a game, which that... Numbers even inflated because of the McCutcheon Giants weekend when they had like, I don't know, 30,000 a game or something. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't so, be. Pirates are pretty awful in attendance. Even close to that. My brother Jason was bringing up a good point because he, he texted me. I said, he's like, Pirates in first place, y'all in yet? I'm like, no, it's like a quarter of the way through the season. I'm not even I'm not even mildly excited by the Pirates yet. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even mildly excited about them. It's a quarter of the way through the season is why. Like, a lot of people could use the argument like, well, it's a quarter of the way through the season and they're in first place. I'm like, no, it's a quarter of the way through the season and they're in first place. Plenty of time to blow it. Oh, yeah. But then even if they do, all right, think if the Pirates are still in first place like after the All-Star break or even within striking distance. What if they get, what if they're still within playoff striking distance near the trade deadline? You mean to tell me you're all going to get excited again that they're going to make the big move that puts them over the hump? Because they're not. <laughs> like, now the big trade's coming? Yeah, it ain't coming. It ain't no, coming. But my no. brother brought up a good point. He said, there's that one. Who's the one pitcher we got? Was it the Garrett Colt trade, the Musgrove guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still has to come back, right? So that's another pitcher. And then Jung Ho Gong. So there you go. I'm telling you right now, 
There's the Pirates trade deadline excuse. It's sitting there right there. They'll be like, well, we added Jung Ho Gong, and we added this guy that we already had in the trade, the Musgrove guy, right? So they'll be like, we don't really need to get crazy. We feel like we added two players who can – I just wrote it for the Pirates. That's what they're going to tell us. They'll be like, we added two players that are better than what we could have got on the open <laughs> Yep. for our return. So then know. they'll just sit there at the trade deadline. I don't, that's what will happen, right? Yeah. Mark andre Fleury uh, last night tickled the Jets players here. Vegas won 4-2. to two. They're up 2-1 to one in that series. But Mark andre Fleury, there was like a scrum behind the net. One of the uh, – one of the Jets players had his helmet off, and Mark Andre Fleury just started tickling his ear. Tickle, tickle. Did you see the Mike Sullivan thing you wrote on the uh, uh, Penguins website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. He wrote a big thank you Pittsburgh message uh, after the Penguins, of course, eliminated. He said, uh, nine days, just over one week. It seems longer, yet I could still hear the overwhelming applause from the 18,000-plus following game six like it was yesterday. I always knew we had the best fans, but... Last uh, Monday, I realized why you are truly so special. Your support of our team in both good and bad times is remarkable. There's a lot of talk about new franchises, loud buildings, and teams experiencing success for the first time. But no fans compare to Pittsburgh. Perhaps the rich history of Pittsburgh sports success has given you a different view. You are each an example of what it means to win with dignity and lose with grace. The class you displayed on May 7th will stick with us forever. So he basically said, you know, the disappointment of that loss quickly turned to the appreciation of them winning back-to-back Stanley Cups, just like that. You know, like snap of the fingers. Everybody's just like, wow, they lost. But hey, let's, you know, they basically got a standing ovation for getting eliminated out of the playoffs. Right, everybody right. was just, you know, respecting the two years that they won the Cup and even, you know, the run they had this year. Uh, Mike Sullivan goes on to uh, write, no one played more hockey over the past three years than this group. A lot of high-pressure playoff hockey nonetheless. I take comfort in knowing that even during the most challenging times, our players kept going. Those players squeezed every ounce of energy they had to keep the three-peat hope alive. He said, it hurts now, but when I've had the chance to sit outside on my deck, cigar in one hand and a Guinness in the other, I'll absolutely appreciate what these players and coaches have achieved over the past few years. So nice little message there to Penguins fans mostly. You can read on the Penguins website from uh, from Coach Sullivan. Jordan Knight from New Kids on the Block, 48 years old today. Mikey and Bob, 96 on Kiss, the morning freak show. I am uh, currently looking online at pictures of cat strollers. It's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. It's a thing. Do we not trust cats on leashes? Cat strollers is a thing. (laughs) I've never heard or seen of a cat stroller before. And I'm really wondering, why don't cats get the same treatment as dogs? Why don't we walk cats on a leash? Uh, Charlotte tweets here, I had a cat who walked on a leash when I was a kid. I tried to train my current cat for a leash. And she would turn stiff and fall over, almost playing dead. She was having none of that leash stuff. I think cats are just not very social, so they're not good leash walkers. Maybe that's it, because cats are just mean bastards for the most part, right? Yeah. Like, you really think if if cats could talk, you really think cats want to go outside? Like, unless they see a bird or something like that. You, you think if you just brought a leash out and you're just like, yo, cat, I will take you for a walk right now. You can experience the outdoors. 
right now. Let's go. In nature walk, me and you, cat. Cat be like, get the hell out of here. Like that, 90% you know? of cats would just give you like the middle finger. But there's outdoor cats, too. There's inside cats and outside cats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have an outside cat, do outside cats want to walk on a leash, though? Because I don't feel like they do. I feel like outside cats are too far gone. They're like, I'll walk down there if I want to. They're already wild, yeah. I don't need your leash. They're pooping in the yard. Yeah, so I think... T- I think cross the, cross them off the list. They're not even eligible to be leash cats. Once you take a wild poop, you can't put a leash on them. <laughs> so you're telling me that's <laughs> the freedom that they they crave. <laughs> outside cats can't be tamed on a leash because uh-uh. they've pooped freely outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know about that though because I feel like some outside cats come inside and use the litter box too. I was just making it up, Mike. It wasn't. Oh, okay. I thought you had cat facts over there. No, uh-uh. Well, get a bunch of them for tomorrow. We're going to do a segment called Cat, cat Facts. facts. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow on the show, 735 Cat Facts. We, we never promote what's coming up on our next show. And the real reason is because we never know. <laughs> like, I remember, like, a couple bosses ago, our boss always made us, like, you guys got to record, like, a promo of what you have coming up on the show tomorrow. And we would just, like, make stuff up. It wouldn't even be, like, a real thing, you know? Because we have no idea what we're going to do on the show. Like, I had no idea we were going to come into the show today and play the mating noises of an impala, which is an antelope-looking thing in Africa. <laughs> I didn't know that. Nope. That would be a good tease, though, if we were, like, coming up on the show tomorrow. We'll tell you what a mating impala sounds like. <laughs> so tomorrow on the show, cat facts with Mike <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? Plenty plenty more oh, chances for you to win $1,000 throughout show's the day. Show's over? Yeah, show's over already. Wow. It's Seacrest time. Uh, plenty more chances for you guys to win $1,000 throughout the day. Be listening 10 after every hour through 9 p.m., uh, more chances to go to our Wango Tango iHeartRadio show in L.A. 1140. Be listening for the keyword to text in. You could see Mendez, Ariana Grande, and more out in L.A. Uh, Sean Mendez, pre-sale right now at 961kiss.com. You got that today. If you want to go see Sean Mendez, the pre-sale right now, 961kiss.com for Sean Mendez tickets. All right. Okay. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Cat facts on the show tomorrow. KST HD Pittsburgh. Let's go!